science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I illusion? Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Yeah, that was some tech talk I didn't need. We get our, we get our <laughs> waveforms linked, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like that meant nothing to same, me. The same wavelength. Hey, Mary, how much talking have you done today already? Mm, actually, I've done a pretty fair amount of talking today with clients and stuff like that. Well, get ready to talk more because me and Jordan are taking a back seat. This is the That's Mary absolutely special. Absolutely not. <laughs> this is I really have nothing that interesting go, to say. This, I have no clue what going, I'm going to talk this about. This is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge <laughs> podcast. Uh, our host, Mary Robinson, is here today to lead us. Uh, take it away. You want more silence? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, obviously. So this, I got, I'm Levi. This is my lovely wife with us. Mary, say hi. Hi. And then my second, my husband, Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Podcast wife is here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, you may be wondering, why is Mary here? What the fuck? This is odd. It's Who usually the just these her? two dudes screaming in a vacuum. Um, <laughs> if you were actually on the Reddit and paid attention, you might know that she picked all the movies for this month. And so the first movie we watched of the month was the 2005 Pride and Prejudice that does not star Rachel Rachel Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> I put that in the description. I said it stars uh, Matthew McFadden and Rachel Weiss because I get her and uh, what's her name? Catherine, Catherine, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. I get them mixed up like every time. Yeah, he started talking. We we started the movie, and he was like, "So Rachel Weiss," and I was like, "I was like, I she's the chick from Pirates is. of the Caribbean. She's not. No, that's no, dude. So Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Then, is. You know, but no, it's funny. You mistaked Kira Knightley, and I couldn't forget that it was Kira Knightley in this movie. Um, I mean, this is the first time I've ever seen it. But anyways, uh, I thought. I thought that the dude. Oh my God! Crap! What's his name? I thought that the Matthew 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 McFadden Willard or whatever Matthew McFadden. I thought that was the guy from the guy. Oh my God! What's his name? Oh, uh, McAvoy or whatever. Macken James McAvoy. Um, James McAvoy. Yeah. I thought it was James McAvoy. So when this movie started, I was excited to see James McAvoy, and I didn't see his name in the credits. Yeah. And then when the and then when he sh- Mr. Darcy showed up, I was like. Ew! Who is this? Who is this horribly British, disgusting, disgusting fucking piece of toast? Well, now like, I need to. This? I need to know who you think, like who you were expecting James Mr. McAvoy. Darcy to be. James McAvoy. The, the I don't dude know who from, that is. Mag, he's Magneto in the prequel. Is what I always he's, think of for some reason. No, show me well, a no, picture. What's or the something. What's the know. one? What's the What's the glass? Oh my god! This is driving me insane. Yeah, the glass. Think of the glass. Is it? No, it's what not glass. Was it glass? Yeah. Well, there's two of them. One's called. No. Uh, this is a Google away. So just. No, what's the gla- glass? What's is the, the other one? It's called unbreakable. Glass. Unbreakable glass. No, there's another one that ties it together. Yeah, yeah. glass he's is got, the second one. You thought got all the multiple he was going to be Mr. Darcy? It would have been kind of. Oh. I love. Mm, uh, I don't know about I that. love Matthew McFadden because I'm a big oh. Succession stan, and he's obviously all I can think about is him in Succession. 
But I think James McAvoy, especially in 2005 or whatever, would have been perfect, actually. Would have been so much better, dude. That's who I thought it was. I, he's, I don't he's, know why. You know why he can't be? This is this is my point. He looks like a golden retriever and not a broody mister. Oh, yeah. God, I mean, dude. he could be pretty broody, though. You know? Yeah. Mr. Darcy brood. has to be a brood. He can't be a golden retriever. And <laughs> McAvoy there he was a golden retriever. He was a moody Judy Bummer smile. He, he was literally like he was in atonement with Keira Knightley, which is yes. this director's that's, next movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> why. Thank you. Oh my god, that's the connection. Yeah. It was driving me nuts. I couldn't figure out yeah. why I thought he was in it because they basically are in the same. It's this is just it's Pride and Prejudice, but World Atonement's War I, right? World War One. Yeah, which I need to see I've all of Atonement. I really want to because it's like a romance. And I heard you it's can't a turn to look at me because your voice goes. I away. know. Now I'm trying to think of like the <laughs> yeah. main James McAvoy thing that I'm thinking of. Well, he's but not even that, in this what? movie, so we should just move on. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> James McAvoy's so good. I wish that he was him because I did not like Matthew McFadden at all, uh, and he was I, my least favorite part of this movie. I love what? him, but yeah, he. I mean. Yeah, Mary, he was I want he Mary was, to do basic. the Mary. You got to do the the synopsis. I did. I'm absolutely not doing the synopsis. Come on, come on. No. You got to no. It's just you give us the rundown. What is this movie for, about? For those who have boy meets it. girl fall in love. <laughs> That's lame. All right. Oh, okay. You can watch <laughs> us stumble through it. So, oh God, I don't. This honestly, and I, I'm gonna hate. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna get looks, and I'm gonna sleep on the couch tonight. But this movie was so forgettable to me. <laughs> That, like, I'm, like, having a hard time <laughs> remembering the plot. Mary, like, all the, the intricacies, because <laughs> it's the two families. It's the two families, right? And it's, like, uh, Lizzie is, like, you know, the middle sister of, of five sisters of this other family that's, like, they're not poor, but they're middle poorer. Sister. She's the second. Well, that's, like, the middle of five. That's the middle. There's no, three middle sisters. The third, there's the three. third if there's five, there's three. the third is the, the middle. If you're not the oldest and you're not works. the youngest, you're the middle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, her yeah. older sister, uh, <laughs> almost said, uh, oh my God, this is a disaster. What's her name? Anna? I'm, I'm Anna? saying it the whole time. Think, right. Emma, Anna. Sorry. What is your question? I'm still stuck on the fact that you thought it was forgettable and I'm offended. So, um, what is your question? What's the, uh, so, so Jane, the Jane oldest is the sister oldest sister is mm-hmm. what's her face. It's Ro- Rosamund Pike. Rosamund or whatever. Pike. Ro- duh. Rosamund Pike is the oldest sister. Okay, let me. Okay, let's just. <laughs> we're both. We're both. We're both doing a terrible job at describing this movie, and every every female listener we've ever had was has stopped. That's why forever. That's why Mary's got to do it. it, it her anyway, her synopsis. What, is I don't basic. know how you guys do a normal synopsis of it. Like I don't. You know what I mean? Okay. They, the easiest the easiest way to do it is it. It's the Bennett. The, so the Bennett family. It mm-hmm. take this takes place at like the end. Like like. The end of the 17th century, um, or wait, yeah, yeah, right, 1800s ish, right in there. 18, well, it's yeah. The it's book like, was written in 1812, like, so whatever. So yeah, the late, book was written. The book was the book was written 1797. Was my it? good friend? I saw 1812. Yes, the book, for some the book was written in 19 er, in 1797 under under the title First Impressions. Oh, please. Jane Austen got her got her shit out there. And then she got like published later in like an article. Okay, and then it was published in 1812. Then it was published in 1812. Thank you for and that that's why, fact. And that's why everyone thinks that like it takes place during 1812, but it's technically a little sooner than that. And so it kind of reflects on like the war and everything. This is this right is actually a the... history podcast of Victorian <laughs> era. Uh, yeah, but this England? is <laughs> no. It's so funny. That's the thing. I'm so I like no. I'm not an Anglophile or whatever. Like I don't know. 
jack shit about England during this time. Like, you know, it's a little too early. Like, even, like, I know a little bit of American stuff during, like, the 1800s, but then it's, like, until, like, 1850, why nothing would really happened. Why, why fucking, yeah, why fucking would we? I don't I wish I did. It's all just but... fur trading. It's all first cow. Just go watch first cow, and that's American history up until the. <laughs> I think it's like, like in our contract to each other that we have to mention first cow every single episode <laughs> know, since we I saw know, it because we have. Yeah, that's yeah. Twenty twenty four is first cow amendment there. Uh, but um. Anyway, anyway, this they, movie, anyway so it's about this Bennett family. He's a right? Bennett family. Five sisters. They're all they're all single, and they're all they're Out all in they society. Have, like, it's summer of love. Yeah, they all want to get married because that's the only way that they will have any societal standard or whatever. Protection. Like societal standing. Yeah, yeah, protection. Right. Because it's like when the when the dad dies, the house goes to that cousin, the the, the mm-hmm. wormy dude. The women, the wormy. women couldn't priest. own property. Mr. Collins. Uh-huh. I remember that guy. Yeah, Collins. So it, the, the, the estate goes to Mr. Collins. And so he's like a far removed cousin or just a second cousin or whatever. And so he he's trying to marry jane the oldest jane is like he's she's got the yuck and she doesn't want to she's be anywhere betrothed near that, to fucking that, that uh, dick. Benning, bennington bingham. bingham mr bingham that's right yeah well that's the thing yeah she yeah she has and eyes for bingham mr bingham's then, friend is mr darcy who's super mr right, darcy moose, and that's uh <laughs> james yeah. mcavoy yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should have been. Yeah. He really should have been. He's very but, uh, broody, but yeah. then she's like, "Oh, he's an asshole," and hears about all this stuff about him, and is like, "I don't like him." And then, but they keep having to come into contact with each other, and he's like, "Oh, I'm like secretly loving you," and then he finally like is like, "Oh, I actually really like you," and all her things, and she's like, "Oh, but I heard you're a big piece of shit," and you blah blah blah, you stabbed your your childhood friend in the back, and you got my sister's betrothment ruined, and he's like, "Well, actually," and then he like actually gave her his side well, of things, and then she's like, "I, I was wrong all along." Okay, and, you're acting, but you're but you're getting it, you're getting it mixed up. So Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy are the one that have they. That's the main. That's like the main narrative in no, this. Lizzie. Is mm-hmm. it's their love. It's their love story, Lizzie. Basically, how they become, they become. You it's know, Elizabeth. Together. They call her Lizzie. I don't know why we're being. It's yeah. yeah they call it, yeah the so family so calls her Elizabeth Lizzie. Bennett. They called her Lizzie, and then Lizzie. I, I call Lizzie. her Miss Darcy. Yes. But uh, ah <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, so yeah, that's that's basically it. It just follows their love story, and they they have like a, a tit for tat, and like you know Elizabeth Elizabeth. She's older and she's feeling the pressure to, to move on, but she doesn't want to be with Mr. Darcy because he seems he's brooding and he's rude. And there's like a miscommunication, kind of a classic like sitcom stan- uh, scenario. And so like she finds out later, oh, Mr. Darcy's like a cool dude, and he pays for Jane's wedding with Mr. Bigley or whatever. Bingham. And uh, and Is then it Bingley you know, and or then Bingham. She, it's I think it's Bingley. Bingley. Bingley or Bingham. It's Bingley. Bing yeah, Bingley sounds right. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, so so it's just it's happily ever after. Mr. They, Big Elizabeth League. and mm-hmm. Mr. Darcy, dude, I I loved Bingley. Well, he was great. All, he and was. Then his his sister was a his sister was all snooty. Caroline Bingley. Yes. She's all like she's like you don't know how to walk around a room properly, you fat cow. Your <laughs> 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 knight was like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> like it was definitely this movie is definitely very. Uh, like it's just like all the characters. It's very just like the societal standards of the time, and then it's just like so. All the interesting stuff was 
like I liked getting all the story and getting all the the background for all the characters, but like every time they would have a Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth would have a scene together, that it's like those were like the good the charged moments that you're there for. But I feel like they were like kind of few and far between. And so I kept yeah. like being like, I want more of that because I don't give a fuck about this other stuff. Like it's fine, and it, it's obviously point of the story, but like this movie's not about the plot. You know what I mean? It's like the, all the intricacies. It's like no, it's just they have a weird social misunderstanding, and then she's like, oh, actually, he, you know, the other guy lied, and he's a crook, and I didn't understand his true intentions, and he did this because he actually has a heart of gold. Well, it's one of the and he's classic because his dad never loves him. Miscommunication tropes. Oh yeah. Right? Classic yeah, you, miscommunication you, trope. You got the tropes? Oh, you do have the tropes. The the brooding, first off. The brood, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that what is that what got you hot under the collar there, Mary? Oh, it is what? a thing. I, I was wonder- telling I was telling yeah. Levi, like, what makes Mr. Darcy so attractive, right? And it is the brood, right? And it is the fact it's the that emo here's, here's and I don't want to I don't want to speak I don't want to speak for all women, but, but I think for a lot of women, it's the fact that's that someone could be like that moody kind of guy but then he somehow is like totally in love with you and like really nice to you though but he seems like a grump to the rest of the world eat that shit up eat that shit yeah. up. Mm-hmm. i can change him that's my <laughs> I don't that's necessarily I want him. to change him i just want to be the <laughs> exception to the, how he treats the yeah. rest of the world right that is like, true like and it, it doesn't hurt that he's very rich He's got that does he not has hurt. so much. He has like fucking museum money. Like this motherfucker's got like he's a got a bust like, of his he, head in his fucking like living room that's I like know. a museum. Yeah. But that was the point yeah. of Elizabeth, right? It was the money was not as big a deal for her, and that's right. that was right. her whole point. Well, in a society at that time, right, where mar- marrying for money was the point, so yeah. that you could have security because yeah. that was your only way to survive um, at that time. Like that's what made the. And I'm speaking for I guess the book, which I've never totally read but they consider it to be one of the first feminism books is because she did she looked at marriage differently right and she looked at at like um women in society a little differently even though we look at it now and are like damn for what it was at the time right it was pretty well she's the best she's obviously she's like by far in a way like she's a great character and Kira knightley not rachel weiss played her excellently (laughs) like she was super charismatic and like all the like emotional scenes i thought like she got an oscar nomination and I think rightfully so. I can't believe the cinematography didn't get nominated. I had a look. Dude, I uh, I was actually that was like my favorite thing. It had so much um so much movement. I was mm-hmm. like I was impressed with it. Like I was thinking just the the latest movie that we watched. Um Mary, did you watch a portrait of a portrait of a woman on fire? Sure didn't. Portrait of a lady. Did you on watch fire. that? Or lady on fire or whatever. Um that movie is like that movie seems more period accurate in my opinion, but it like but like it's I don't know it's it's got a stylistic choice to it which I enjoyed it's like the color palette of that movie is beautiful but like this movie felt so lively and I really I kept like it kept the momentum going and I think it like helped it helped like bridge the bridge the book because the book like takes place over years you know it's like a lot longer of a story you know the yeah. kids are growing up and it's like a couple years where well, I thought it was you know, they yeah. go through their love trials and so i think it, it, it moved it along really the, well yeah the movement really stood out to me because not only was the cinema cinematography great and the blocking amazing and the fucking you know composition but it's just like most i liked the favorite so much which is like a, another victorian movie because it takes this era which is too. very shot well and it like kind of flips the way it's shot on its head 
because it's like traditionally these are very like you want to be every frame of painting, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, Barry, very Barry Lyndon kind of set the precedent. Right, <laughs> everything's on sticks the whole time. And so it's like this movie, there's like, uh, the most impressive one is like the the second ball like in the middle of the movie where is that, that sweeping one shot through the entire ball and it's like going through the crowds. Yeah, it's, it's like cool. following all the characters. Like The sisters are sisters are drunk, the two, so, the two younger sisters. Yeah, so, so <laughs> good. And it's just like, it captures, because I was thinking about it, I'm like, this is just like a house party. This isn't like some grand ball, like like uh, uh, it was a ball. I know, but it wasn't like when I was thinking of ball, no, I was thinking they, of uh, P- War and Peace, the balls in War well, and they, Peace, which they, are like know, fucking right. insane. But if you notice in the movie, they do talk about how that ball was a private ball. Yeah. They're like, oh, the private ball is nice because you're they're like your conversation at a private ball. You you have more selection of who to talk to. It's not just like a, a random gathering by right. townspeople. Well, it showed so the like, energy oh, of really it, nice. though, even though it was more contained, like had it just been cutting to like, you know, here's a two shot. Here's this person talking to this person, just like traditional cuts like it would have been so boring, like it could have been anywhere. But it really gave a sense of the space. And like the sense of the momentum and the energy, right? And it's like for this kind of like Victorian era movie, you you don't see that as much. And so I lo- that was like the best part. I think it was interesting because I've seen this movie probably like twelve times at least, right? And I think that this watching it with you was probably the first time that I've ever actually tried to pay attention to anything like technical like that about like it being a. One I know shot the whole time you're just juicing or... over there about look at the hand clench. <laughs> 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 okay, I know, like, yeah, uh, Mr. Darcy what? hand clench is a very flex. important part. <laughs> Culture, okay. Fast forward to the the, the, the scene with yeah, the hand I mean, flex. I I think and it, I pay attention to the story, right? Like the epic love story compared to like what you guys pay attention to. Like even the actors, the fact that you guys know who they are, I don't give a shit. I don't want to know who clearly. he is. We do not I know want who to they remember are. him as Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I don't want to put him in any other movie. He is Mr. Darcy, right? No, it's Tom Wamsgums. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. So can I just say something real quick about characters? Speaking of this, I I mean it's like. It's it's um, I don't know if you know this, Mary, but it's pretty pretty popular out there. Like I just found it online. But the director, whatever his name is, I don't even remember. It's like his Joe name. Wright, I think. Right, yeah, Joe Wright. Um, he like he didn't want Kira Knightley in this, um, because he thought she was like too attractive, and I like I just think that's like yeah. she like is like it's so funny that the character is supposed to be like Mr. Darcy like originally when he sees her she's like he's like oh she's not that attractive and I'm like it's Kira Knightley yeah. Like, yeah. It's like that's so, what I was saying it's, I, at the beginning yeah. I was like come on she's too hot and, and they like, talk they about her being her the less the less yeah. attractive of, of her and Jane and uh, that's just truly like, not the case with no. Kira Knightley it's like Rosamund Pike is hot <laughs> but she's not yeah, Kira right. Knightley <laughs> hot <laughs> well, and, it, yeah. and I like it because it's like all the like all the sisters are very conventionally attractive where it's like they show like the friend who marries the who ends up marrying the the cousin the mm-hmm. priest cousin, uh, the friend I'm like well yeah she's just kind of is an, a normal looking she's attractive you know it's, but like she's more normal <laughs> looking if you will yeah. in the conventional sense mm-hmm. and so it's just fun I love how it's like the backdrop where like all the sisters are like the horrible like, these mom are all like movie stars plain. yeah I know that I mom know. was the yeah, fucking the worst though oh. like I couldn't stand oh, her. Yeah. I kind of liked her. I thought she, she was. was I like, she was the villain, though. But she was. No, she plays the. But she the yeah. But she's she's meddling. That was. I wouldn't say she's a villain. There's yeah. not really necessarily like well, strict villains in this. She's self. But she's uh, like everything is like her. Right. Like she's like. Right. Like her own self interest is kind of all she really cares about. 
She's like, do you think yeah, about but, anything else but marrying your daughters? But yeah, meddling is But fuck. that was because, she, again, of, of the, the situation but, but of she, the time. She didn't care. I, I get I, it. I, if you if you if the only way for your kids to survive was to marry off, you'd be pretty worried about how the, how they're going to get married, too. You know? Yeah, no. I, I mean, that's still, that's still a societal. But yeah, she played. They, they wrote a, her. Her uncle. <laughs> they, they wrote her to the part of having like anxious nerves and her being like, like that was her character. Oh, it was well done. I like so. the I like the like. Obviously, where they lived was beautiful, but I like kind of like their home setting, and that's what felt very like. Oh God, um, that little country cottage. What was, us. God, Love what's it. That other movie, uh, like it, Little Women or something, where it's just like all these sisters yeah. mm-hmm. in this like house, and uh, I kind of liked that that vibe, especially because it's like you got Donald Sutherland as the dad, and he's just like this old, like just keep me out of it. Like he's kind of like chill, but also just kind of like uh, all these all these girls doing their things and his fucking meddling wife. And when he stands up and goes against her, when she, when she's like, you will marry your cousin. And he's like, if you, if you marry him, I won't talk to you again. You know, it's way more poetic than that, but it's, it, I was like, that was nice. I just can't get the image of the big pig with the big balls. That's, that's what I think about. <laughs> it's the, yeah, it's I the saw hand that. flex I saw that. and the big balls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, <laughs> you. Hot, dude, that hard. How can you say, how can you say this movie is, is forgettable with the hand, the hand clench and the pig balls? That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> well, I don't remember the plot. Well, because the plot how is basically. How can you not remember not, the plot? Well, okay, let's get in. Let's get into my biggest qualm with this movie. It's too short. It, what? The, the relationship between Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy, especially by like today's standards, like I can't be invested in the conflict because they don't know each other. And so I don't care. Like they don't know each other. It happens too fast. They don't have enough scenes together. So the ending when they're all being super sweet and like, you're my, you're my Mrs. Darcy. And they're like so hopelessly in love with each other. Now I'm like, you guys have met like twice and literally we as the audience don't know anything about this guy. Like Uh, he might be a fucking murderer. (laughs) So much, yeah. so much plot development was in letters, and I'm like, oh, that's such a that's such a gapping device to create time and to like speed things along. Yeah. Is to have like narrative in written written letter, which like functions just fine as a mechanism to move a plot along. And I don't, it doesn't bother me, but I definitely felt it in this movie. I totally saw like every time like they would read a letter and then ride off on a horse. I'm like. Oh, that could have been like three scenes of actual so, character, especially since it's is, like the time period. Fun, it's but. like a like a slower pace. You kind of like get into the atmosphere. You're obviously yeah. they're very concerned about knowing all the families and knowing all the like the social intricacies of the time. And so, like this, I, I can see this. There's a book better and like five hours long. This feels like the first third of a well, book. That's- Plus the last okay, chapter. Okay, but here, but I gotta say something because I think you're thinking right. about love as it is today, right? And I think when you Personally. consider about what love is during that time, where they didn't oh, yeah. kiss or really have any kind of connection until they are already well, married. Yeah, he almost married. Love is, is viewed probably very differently. And these moments where he just got a conversation and they're challenging each other in a way that he's maybe never liked someone like that before. Like for them, that is love in that moment. So I don't hold the same I guess disbelief you know what I mean I'm not counting it as how I would fall in love nowadays if my if, if all my connections with a significant other had to be chaperoned I think I'd fall in love quite differently than I would now. Oh yeah that's totally I do give that the benefit yeah. of the doubt just based on the time period for it because that like that is the one thing that's like oh looking through this modern lens but it and is- are you saying you didn't fall in love with me at first sight yeah, of course I did. I remember. <laughs> I remember it vividly. In the hallway at Brockbank Junior uh-huh, High. Exactly. So. We were wearing a Lamb of God <laughs> yeah. t-shirt. I remember. It was just like that. Yeah, you guys had a hand clench too. Uh-huh. I, I did. I hand clenched. 
it was it was intense. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. It was is like I just wish, like it makes sense well, that this like, was a miniseries and a huge no, epic that book. Brings, that like, brings us to the miniseries, Mary. <laughs> Uh, Jordan. Have you seen the miniseries? No. That's the, the first time you've ever been asked that. <laughs> yeah, Mary. Am I, am I catching you off guard with this candid, this, this candid question? <laughs> I have not. I'm actually surprised that I've oh. never seen it. But I'd be now, down to watch it. Now I, I definitely do want to watch it. I, I'm, I'm curious since obviously this movie, when my mind is one of my epic romances, how the miniseries would be so i've heard it's incredible it's higher it's like higher rated and it's like an old bbc oh. miniseries which they crush it with that kind of stuff i just i know watching it i'll be more invested in the characters probably because it's like the paced out in a different way but it's a 90s bbc so it's going to be shot the way i said that like it would normally be shot <laughs> it, like it's going to be yeah, very like, it's, just standard it's, it's going to be shot like like probably just like sitcom style, like yeah. three on a set, with which like is two fine. Cameras, I've had know? the I've had yeah. the juicy cinematic version, the well, like this, the trimmed this, up version. This made me feel like uh, Denise Villeneuve's Dune, where it's like it's the kind of the best of both worlds. It gets it does like the it does the large beats of the of the movie, but it's more cinematic, like that like the the shot when she's like standing on the cliffside oh, and stuff that's and it's good. Like sweeping yeah. it's beautiful yeah it's it's super cinematic the whole time i'm watching it the one thing the one thing about this movie is like score was kind of rough but that's even though that's the score I, I thought the score was so boring i didn't yes, think there was a was score boring. but it, and then it like at the me. end i looked up the what i'm like what is this movie nominated for at the time because it had to have been huge and it got nominated for best score, and I was like, "What?" And then I started listening to the score more, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is just there." But it, there's a lot of scenes with yeah. no score, and it's all like it's the big silent. important moments, though. They do the score like on the cliffs and I at liked the end. It when it was silent, but it reminds you me know? when you talk, hun, when you sit, when you usually like tell me in a movie when like a big score or music comes on, and you're like, "Oh yeah, tell me how to fill." Yeah. That definitely, I feel like, was a little <laughs> yeah. bit like the score no. for this movie, like the yeah. big. We're trying to carry the weight the, which, for the relationship. But I'm fine with it about. because I do want you to tell me how to fill in that moment. And I want to fill incandescently I need in to fill because the story can't make me feel. So thank you for the, the what score. The story can't make you feel uh, thank you. heartless. They, they have to have, the score has to do, the score and the cinematography have to do all the heavy lifting. And be like, all right, you should care about this relationship. Mr. Darcy staring at her does enough of the work if you paid attention. And I... I think that's no. I I'm really, the biggest I'm James like, McAvoy fan okay, here. So I had, I had someone, I had a fangirl watch this with me, and Victoria like loved the book and she loved this movie, and we watched it again, and or I was, you know, she was watching it again my first time, and she's like, she's like, that, she's like that guy, the Mr. Darcy, Matthew McFadden, she's like, he's not very good, <laughs> and I like, I feel, I feel bad because it's like when you watch this, I feel like when you watch this when you're younger, you get swept away in the 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 you know romanticized version of this and like mm -hmm. you know in the book and everything it's like i get like how sweeping and beautiful this is but man he like he just wasn't broody enough and wasn't like well, smoldering enough i think i this. think that Disagree. makes he, he's pretty smoldering he's Disagree. broody but that makes a good know. point i wasn't it, tingling in my loins that it's like well you don't have the right loins the, then because <laughs> your, you said mary that the relationship was more i should cut it more slack because it's indicative of the time period but you know yeah. what else is indicative of the time period that works is like a more infantile version of what a woman is like everyone like you know at the time it's like oh no like it's just this guy like he's just like this weird like i don't know like it feels like it's supposed to, like she's obviously goes against the norm 
right? With like the way she is like so outspoken and everything. A little bit. Yeah, a little she bit. Does. I wouldn't say she goes too far, yeah. but a little She's bit. not too far. So that's that's no. why I liked her though is because she's kind of a little rebel a little bit. She's just still, enough. She's still in polite society, but yeah. she definitely like, but you're, she's, yeah, she's a little quippy. You're like, he's not brooding enough. He's just like a guy like, yeah, he's just like the, the one guy. I don't know. Like something about it, it feels not like a complex. Like that's the thing. The relationship is not complex. Their relationship? Their relationship is not that complex. It's Listen, I think in that society, them challenge anyone, a female challenging him was probably unheard no, of. You're right. And you know yeah. what I mean? And like, I think their character development, A, that it was kind of that, uh, that push back and forth. I mean, his character development it wasn't focused on him as much as it yeah. was her and her family story. That's why you have all those other characters in it, right? Like, they, they don't tell it from his perspective. I want to hear his dark past, because it's like, everything you hear about him is, like, secondhand. Like, <clears throat> like his yeah. dad never loved him. That's why he, he broods, and he broods because he's really doing all this stuff. Everyone is like, oh he's the one that she said that he did this and all that. And I'm like, I wanted to hear from his mouth. Like I was waiting for like the monologue when they were getting to know each other and be like, my father beat me, you know, and all this, like all this crazy shit, like to get into his story. So I'm emotionally invested in that, but he just seems like sort of a blank slate. And I love Matthew McFadden. I was making the joke about James McAvoy earlier, but I love Matthew McFadden. He just won his Emmy. He's a great actor. And there are scenes in this when he's really good. But something, something about him. Like I, he just gets blown away by Karen Knightley. I think like he's not. Well, she does great, but like his, smoldery enough. Like I think what you're saying. <laughs> but I don't think he was supposed to have such big like ups and downs. You know what I mean? Like, no, he's supposed like, to be a his mystery. His moments was supposed to be those small moments. Like I think of his acting when she goes to his house or whatever in Pemberley, right? And like him talking to her there. Like his acting in that scene was phenomenal. Phenomenable? Phenomenal. Phenomenable snowman? That was, he was doing a lot with his like facial expressions. Yeah, like, I mean, like when he was like ran out to her and was like, wait. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I like how this, everything is like a social cue. Like he subtly told her aunt and uncle that like, oh, that was my sister. And then it got through her. Like everything's like through the grapevine, which is, which is Oh, I'm sorry. And then the, the, was it the mausoleum? Is that what we agreed that building was? Oh yeah. The mausoleum scene. That was like the The first mausoleum scene where he's like kind of angry with her too, but not. And then that like lean in, like that was some subtle ass broody man. Him dripping in the rain. I know. I I was expecting. I know. Everyone can pull off that kind of like subtlety, but actual acting. Like I think sometimes people go for subtle and it's just totally like bleh. But like his, his was good. It felt like he was trying to put a lid on it, which was, which is good. Like he felt like in character where like he wants to have a big moment, but he's trying to like, I'm a nobleman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, that's good. I think and those it's her story good. at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a love story. But I, it's her story. I, I just wait. I know, I know that in the longer version in the book, I, if it's a relationship, I want to know like the building, like I don't, they don't have like, they have this lust. Like I feel like if you told me, that they they fucking well obviously would they wouldn't get a divorce in that time period but if you told me that they quit they fell out of love and like a month later I wouldn't be surprised Never. I would Never. not be surprised because I've only you. seen them together in love yeah. with each other like once they were meant to be <laughs> so I mean like the the ending felt so jarring to me when he's just like it was very cute and it did feel very like they're acting like they I felt their chemistry when he's like. 
Well, she's like, well, what should I say when I'm cross with you now? And he's like, should I call you Mr. D- Miss, uh, Mrs. Darcy? And she's like, only say it when you're the happiest you've ever been. And, he, and then he's right. like, Mrs. Darcy. And he's like all kissing her nose oh. and shit. It's, and it's then it was super the side cute. kisses, the like cheek and the nose. Okay. Take, take notes, gentlemen. It's super cute. Take, take but notes. That chapter came like i feel like no. i missed an hour of movie but do you know how do you know how disgusting it was that like it just went like joe right right <laughs> the, like, like he's like in mid kiss and it just slam cuts to the credit of the director yeah. and i was like ew <laughs> I, I, like, I wanted some black for just a minute yeah give like, me a second I'm to like, breathe I'm, joe a fade, i'm horned up i don't want to <laughs> see your name dude <laughs> it in over the kids it really no it really was like i that was like one thing i noticed like it kind of drastically cut to his yeah, title card and i was like oh god <laughs> Because it's like it is. I think that moment was like built. That's where it's like like I let it land. What, it felt like exactly. Rushed. That's my like, whole the pacing. That's my, that's my thing. thing. That's 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 my only gripe. Honestly, it's like acting and everything, and like even their relationship, like you said, for the time, and like and it really does. When it feels genuine, I mean, it, it, the characters make it yeah, feel genuine. It, like that's not. And my it, like I think like it's cool because they would be together with very little contact because it's like. You know, they, they, there's not that many people they see and they're far away from each other and there's a lot of boredom, which this movie didn't really capture very well. They have that one scene before the, before like the ant comes over and she's, she's technically like the antagonist, mm-hmm. the, the ant for Mr. Darcy who doesn't approve She of shows up in the mom. middle of the night and it's like, you fucking she, look gutter, gutter slut, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. don't you, yeah, and is there like, anything to this, you know? Right. Now like scene before that like captures their captures their like kind of boredom where they're like sitting around and i was like oh this this is nice i wish we had like i wish we could get a little bit more of that like yep. that's where like Pitch, portrait of a lady on fire really captures like the boredom of like that that time period yeah. really well i think you would have liked that you movie, know babe. yeah and so but it's like i don't know yeah it's kind of this was nice this that's why like i said a little really woman good little women too because it's like version. earlier on when they're just like living in the house in the time period it's like they don't have it's very like chill, like very much the environment. Like it's not chill because it's chaotic with all these family, but yeah. it's like you're living in the you're living their life, and uh, you're getting immersed in the time period and in the family dynamics. And there was a lot of that early on, and I I liked that. So that's why I feel like that would really lend to. And like the writing is very much like he said, she said through the grapevine, like Miss blah 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 blah. I heard a little bird say that you were engaged to my fucking nephew or whatever. Like. That with like all the family dynamics and the boredom that comes with like and kind of like just like letting you chew on the scenery and having time to breathe like the back half there was just like no like let it breathe. You know what I mean? I think that title card is kind of like the biggest like uh, like single thing quantifier that says like kind of my issue with it where it's just like the super romantic moment and then it's like almost a smash cut to this. and It's just like it (laughs) does feel rushed in the back half and I know that's just. That's a problem with a lot of book adaptations, I feel like. Like, it's an adaptation issue. Yeah, it's just hard for me to, like, a movie that's two and a half hours for you guys to <laughs> it's say. It's not two and a half hours. Isn't, like, well, long enough not, boggles like my mind. I get, like, I, not- to be fair, I have not read the book, which is odd for me since I, was, I am such a romance reader. You'd yeah, how have you not read the book? <laughs> I know. It's too, it's too, it's like literature though, you know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it was written apparently in the 1700s, which, yeah. <laughs> which is basically older than America, so it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm sure the book well, is a lot more. Let's watch because uh, Colin Firth is in the miniseries, and I like him. Um, let's watch the miniseries. Okay. At some point, I watch it. I'd be down. It's like you yeah. know, six episodes or whatever hour piece. 
Um, Mary, what uh, what was your favorite scene or shot? What uh, other what than the hand clench for this? fuck's sake and the pig balls? Well, yeah, which I know you can't stop yeah. fucking drooling about because um, they remind you so much of mine. I mean, the hand clench <laughs> is important, but if you're not allowing me to pick the hand clench, then what's your second? Then we know the hand clench. Then I mean, I think the the mausoleum where he first right asked her to marry him, but like in a totally offensive way. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because that's like something we talk about culturally too. Like, oh, you're so Mr. Darcying it when someone like tells you how much they love you, but they say it in a bad way, right? So that's so I do love that. And it very much assumes his position of like mm-hmm. I'm the man and I don't know how to like you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean that scene, it's and then scene. obviously when they meet up at the house and they're walking in the field because she loves to walk and he walks to her, and that effort, and they're like hairs windblown, and they it's like the, look it's like the themselves. Terrence Malick moment. That's like what I was like. The fact thought it was all like all golden hour <laughs> had such a good like soft film grain to it. It was nice because yeah. now you can't tell the difference. We were saying like nowadays it's like portrait of a lady on fire, first cow again. It's like, I yeah. thought those are all shot on film. And it's like, see, in this movie, 2005, you know, I'm like, oh, like, the film look is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, and that scene I, uh, at the end with the, the like, sunrise or whatever. It's funny because you're just like, yeah, you realize beautiful. they don't kiss in that scene, which is just kind of. They put their noses together. And yeah, I'm like, no, they don't. Yeah. They just get close because they're not supposed to, right? Or whatever. But it's yeah, just. They're, I think they're it took me. I think I was like. One time I watched it, I was like, oh, shit, they don't kiss in that scene. In my mind, I said that they kissed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're that's filthy up there, but... <laughs> well, yeah. that's, a good, that's a good thing, because I either think uh, expectations. It's like, I've always heard, this is like the greatest love story of all time. I've seen the poster. They're like touching heads, and it's like, I can't quit you. You know what I mean? But like that happens in the last 10 minutes. I don't know why you said that I can't quit you. Like it was not it a good, I wish you would say that to me. I, I, I say it to you like every day. <laughs> you tell me. Like, why can't you be as obsessed with me as Mr. Darcy? I do. I hand clench like all the time, but it's the arthritis. <laughs> Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy has nothing but time on his hands, though. That guy. Like, I like, what does he even do? That was like, he's just like, a, he runs Kimberly. He's what? He runs Pemberley. What's what does that mean? <laughs> what do what do lords do during that time? Right? They like torture peasants. Deal with taxes <laughs> of, of their of their little city people and make sure shit. I'm just out. saying. He's got a torture chamber that he he doesn't like. Chamber. He's not like directly involved with, oh, but yeah. he goes okay. down there just for a sec. I mean, but I wouldn't be against Mr. Darcy <laughs> having a sex room. Like no. if we could <laughs> it's, it's make this a little Fifty Shades included in his estate in Pemberley. No, he's <laughs> separated by a couple room, degrees I'd be into it. of a peasant getting tortured because they didn't pay their taxes to him on time. Like you go in and I clench mean, his hands yeah. and be like, yes, good job, Wilfram. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know you who know what? he is. He you, know what, you know what shot You know what shot I really appreciated and was like, oh, I love this. Like this is actually turning into a, a decent film is when they showed the passage of time and Kira Knightley's on that swing. Yeah, that was oh, great. Yeah, it's that so slow, good. it's that slow circle where you keep seeing that like courtyard area in their home, you know, or that like little, I don't even know, it'd be kind of like a barn yeah. area. Mm-hmm. And like you keep seeing it change with the seasons. I really, I really enjoyed that. I well, was like, oh, this is, this is cool. Well, that's yeah, another I think to your point, right? to your point about like in the book or whatever, it being a longer amount of time, I think that they tried to do that in the movie too, just like her, you know what I mean? Looking in the mirror or those different types of things. Like they, tr- they attempted to show time and going on in a cool way. So, yeah. No, yeah. And that's, and that's, that's where it's like, I think that they did. Like with the limited time they had, because what I do you know what I just learned recently that uh, 
films get cut down to this two hours and 15 minute mark like because that's so it gets um several it gets an extra play time in theaters so when it gets released so that's like a lot of studios it fits into like the schedule of like two, the showings yeah, it fits into the it fits into the yeah, it fits into the schedule that's right that's there's only like three so showings like killers of flower moon right, you know? right 100 percent. that's why it's so hard to get a movie approved over two hours and like 15 minutes because I think it's like 217 or something is like the sweet spot where you can get that extra play in theaters. And so I'm like, I know I was like kind of like well aware of that in this. And I'm like, I guarantee you this movie was like an extra 45 minutes. I imagine longer. like a director's like, cut, yeah. like a close to three hours director's cut would be. I would like, watch a director's cut for sure. Yeah, me too. Right. And I wonder, um, if, there, I wonder if there's one out there. Everyone in podcast land, go to r slash coldest knowledge. Let us know if you know if there's a director's cut out there and you've seen it. Good plug. I'd love to hear it. We don't like to use Google. We like to rely on clones or people uh, yeah. too to tell us. Everything. I mean, that's <laughs> he's the only person really, that likes. Really us. though, really though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like our, our few, our few Reddit. Uh, users, go, we, we love if you. If you guys. listen to this, come tell us if you know if you're a diehard Pride and Prejudice fan. Mm-hmm. You ought to know. Yeah, I, I don't. So that's the thing, though, because you're not a film person. I, yeah, I don't that's film. Why. I don't study or like pay attention to who's in things. I just like a story and like a story. You know what I mean? That's the difference between me and you and how we watch a movie did, mary did you see this in theaters i don't think so oh when oh, do you, when I do you, think you saw movie. this how old was i in 2005 you're 14 probably like 14 yeah 14 15 yeah okay i don't know <laughs> i don't think i did i don't know when i first saw it i remember when this was in theaters i, I didn't, I didn't have any interest though <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I remember, but like I said, I thought it was like Jude Law or whatever his name is, dude. I really <laughs> did not, I did I not know who this guy was. The, the first uh, time I saw Donald Sutherland, and I was like, uh, <laughs> never mind. I was like, I could not get any of the actors right in this, even though because I'm, I'm losing it. My mind is turning. It was, I much. mean, it was Keira Knightley was the only one because like I just, I don't know. Her mouth is three mouths. I had to so I after I realized it was also it. Kira Knightley in Pirates of the Caribbean. I was like, then what the fuck is Rachel Weisz in? And she's in the Mummy, and that's why I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was getting them mixed up, but it was like she's forgettable to me. She's in other stuff, but no. it's like she's in the Jacket, which I always think of. But Mummy's anyway. Mummy's a big one. Yeah. Uh, no. Mary hates the mummy. We should do another adventure. Thing. I don't hate the mummy. Know, what kidding. makes you think so? Oh, no, the mummy's great. I think you probably like the mummy. Right? I did like the mummy. I remember liking the mummy. I haven't seen it in ages, but yeah. it's been a while. Uh, um, anyway, do we have any? Do we have any reddits? Or yeah. while I look, we got yeah. uh, one or two reddits. And okay. uh, do you want a little uh, money minute? Yeah, on this I'm, guy? I'm curious to what this cost. It was. Oh yeah, I mean that the the budget was pretty modest. It was 28 mil. That is so, modest. I would have guessed more than that. I would have guessed like fifty. Really? I don't know. It's like it's kind of just from the, the film and stuff. Like you know, like I mean, sure, yeah, film, like but the I, pedigree I like it, period piece. You know what I mean? And but that, and the ensemble too. Like this, well, yeah, they uh, they brought, but they shot this in three months. It was a tight. It was oh, a wow. tight movie. Yeah, they like they brought everybody in. Like every actor came on set at one time, which is pretty cool. And then they stayed at that house and did like all principal photography there. And then they and then they went to other like estates and stuff that are popular filming locations throughout uh, London, England. London. I don't. Know. <laughs> I, I'm not how to I don't even remember or Orkshire. I don't know any of these places like Isle of Dogs or some shit like that. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know. It really it's is. It's like called something like that. <laughs> I mean, that's no, a great movie. But there's a place. There's a called, place called Isle of Dogs. <laughs> Isle of Dogs. There's Isle uh, of Man. 
is the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isle of <laughs> Man. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, with that pretty, I think I honestly call that a modest budget. It's pretty. I think it's this, fairly conservative is. for a big epic period piece. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Under thirty Especially mil. Like, yeah, under thirty mil and, in and the twenty first century. Like, it's not that long. Yeah. Ago. The early two thousands too. We were like. Ago. These kind of rom-coms were getting a little bit more money, but I feel like that's kind of that's kind of indicative of the time. But it grossed a lot of money. It made 143 million, yeah, in, like worldwide. That's like that's crazy. It did great. That's you know? that's a, that's a huge return for sure. And I'm sure it did like there's the the chicks like you that watched it like 13 times. You know, what I mean? yes, just bought People the DVD well, that's, that's, oh, many over. times, handed out as oh, Christmas yeah, gifts only- and shit. 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this probably did great. I wonder, it's like, I've thought about that where it's like movies that were in the like blockbuster era, like what, I wonder where they were. Like, because home video, home video is such a small window. Like, that's such a wild, we should do a bonus episode on home video because it didn't come out until like the 80s she, and then it died in like 2000, what, 10 maybe? I yeah, don't know. She know, worked at Blockbuster it, shortly after this movie came out, like probably like what, 2007? After, like 2007? No, it was after I graduated. It was after like, you graduated high school. Yeah, it was uh, like, I thought you were. I thought well, you were there during no, high school. Like 2010 or something I mean, that, like that. Still though, I worked. I worked actually. You I probably think the rented year, this movie. The year after I, I quit there, they went out of business. Blockbuster did so, like right before they ended. Yeah, around 2010, then right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Because that, damn. See, that's crazy. It's such a that's a short lifespan, and it was such a huge boon in the movie movie industry. Mm-hmm. Gave them a lot of a lot of extra money. It's true. Now we don't even know what we're doing. Um, so I got two Reddits, but this first one only makes sense because I said in my post that this is the most popular version. Oh, I did put Kira Knightley. What the fuck am I talking about? I need our lobotomy. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> we don't know actors. We've never seen a movie. This is our take, first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, like I told you many times, I just read the Wikipedia and then I come to the podcast. I don't watch movies. <laughs> Uh, so late night with Jay says, this is a personal favorite of mine. I was wondering what makes it the most famous version. It was my recollection that the BBC version of Pride and Prejudice is the most popular because of being a faithful adaptation of the book. Uh, thanks for that comment. Cause if it wasn't for that comment, I probably wouldn't have dug much deeper because this is the only version I had ever really heard of. It's always the one I see. And, uh, I wrote back that it was the most popular. It's got like by far and away way more vote like way more uh ratings on imdb it's got like over three hundred thousand. where the bbc one has got under a hundred thousand but it's way higher like voted it's like at 8.9 or something on imdb um the bbc version so if anything this like brought it to the forefront of my mind more and so i'm like it's obviously the more accessible well, I don't know. Yeah, this okay. this one, the 2005 Karen Knightley one, is the more accessible. That's one. what I said. Yeah, yeah it I is right. So this yeah. is this this is like the the BBC one. It's for the fans. So that's where we go. Yeah, since you're a right. fan, and and I mean, and like we're we're a U.S. based <laughs> podcast. And like it's probably and yeah, film. We're film consumers. We watch a lot more American made films, especially in the 2000s. Like yeah, early I 2000s. can count the amount so. of BBC shows I've watched on like one hand. You know what I mean? So right. like right. Um, and then uh, Cones of People 2 says, first watch of this, but I'm aware of the story and had an idea what it was about. Honestly, this is the type of film that I would not watch uh, often and came to, into this thinking it might be, I might find it dull. However, it turned out to be quite good. The story itself is a classic, and while the characters and themes were rich, I felt there was definitely a lot added, a lot of added detail that were missing from the book. The film was really technically very well made, especially in the large set pieces. 
The camera movement and character blocking was so fluid and helped bring the world to life. There were some really nice touches too, like the scene where they are dancing in the crowd and they are briefly alone. Uh, oh yeah, that was great. I forgot that, like the shot where it's like, then they're dancing and the crowd goes away. I loved that. I wish they did more kind of stuff like that. That was great. Uh, that made me feel more than <laughs> like, I was like, oh, they're zeroed in. They're, they're really in the, in the moment with each yeah. other. And so am I as the audience. Uh, and he goes on to say, the acting was also great and combined with the editing really made for some intense one-on-one scenes. Uh, overall, this was pretty good. A lot to like. Given the theme of epic romance, I would recommend Memoirs of a Geisha. Geisha. I've seen that a long time ago. I don't remember it well enough. I don't right, Same. That's what I said. I commented back yeah. to him. I was like, I've seen that when it, like around when it came out, but I do not remember it at all. But I remember kind of liking it. I think I'd probably like it more now. You guys should add that to a, a, a choice. I, that's what I said. I said, I'll find a way to work it onto a poll eventually it won't be in my choices but well, i know because we're moving good one we're not doing a whole month of epic romance thank god okay <laughs> i say my my tiny shriveled grinch heart can only take so much love mm-hmm. all, all the love i have is just to give to you <laughs> okay. i can't spare it for fucking james mcavoy's <laughs> yeah. wannabe lookalike i know i know just right? james mcavoy's too short <laughs> He's a, little shrimp, he's a little shrimp boat. Anyway, thanks for the guys that the, 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 that uh, yeah, commented. Some good, good, uh, insightful. Yeah. Well, word I was thinking of. you know, formed comments <laughs> and everyone that voted. Hip Keep doing that. Um, keep bringing the vote. If you, I mean, if you're this 50 minutes into this podcast, so it's like, if you made it this far, you probably do vote. I don't know. There's a weird separation, I think, sometimes. Like the votes and then the people who comment and stuff. Well, it's probably much easier well, yeah. to vote. It is. Are, well, are we, well, are we, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I understand if you don't come on to Reddit, that's fine. But I think, uh, give it a, give it a try. Come on, come on to Reddit and see what's happening. You know, it's film club. community it, here. It's, it's spread out over the week. You know, people have the knee jerk reaction when they see the post, but then it's just like the, you know, we watch it over the weekend and then, you know, we talk about it usually Tuesdays. Today's Tuesday for us. So yeah, <laughs> whatever day it is for you, I don't know. Anyway. I don't have anything else to say about this movie, really. Like, I honestly, I know I talked a lot of shit. I think it's pretty good, though. I was going to give it three and a half stars on Letterbox. I haven't done it yet, but... It's a five star yeah, for I, me. <laughs> definitely I not. just finished <laughs> I mean, Mary, Mary, arguably, all of these movies are going to be five star movies for you <laughs> and, this month. And that's fine. I mean, <laughs> like, th- no, that's, and that's that's great. That's I, not, love, I love having you pick all the movies well, for the month. And here's the thing, babe. 100%, like I, I had said before, like... You know, art is subjective, but, like, there are things that are objective as far as, like, craft goes. And this movie is incredibly well made. I have basically no problems with the filmmaking. My problem is 100% subjective that I can't, like, I just don't relate to the story as heavily, and that's a me thing. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's a me thing. I think I would have been more invested if it was, like, a longer paced. But on its on its own, it's not poorly paced or anything. You know, it does, I mean, I think the ending is a little rushed, but, like... That's that's minor, but like I said, it's like a, a, a three-hour cut of this. I think I would have would have been uh, much more pleasant for me, much more uh, lasting of an impact for me. I really wish we had more Kira Knightley. Honestly, like I wish that she her like she's a really good actress and she was like killing it in this. Like she definitely was my favorite part of this whole movie. And like every like all of her scenes, I'm like, oh, this is fun. She's like smart and witty. And I'm like, I feel like there's, I feel like that there's more dialogue in the book that they didn't really use in this because they've made it cinematic, and so you can you can use 
you know, more dimensions in cinema. And mm. so I feel like that they, they shot a lot more longing looks and used, you know, the powers which of cinema to yeah, which invoke is... emotion. But I almost like kind of wish there was more dialogue. And that's probably what the BBC version has. So yeah, yeah, I, I honestly to check that I out. I'm a little version. worried that if I read the book now, it might ruin parts of the movie for me. You know what I mean? So that's, I don't Maybe. know. I don't hey, you the, just yeah, think of the it as like alive. an expanded, um, a, a separate adaptation, you know? We'll see. Yeah. Um, are you, are you well, ready for next month? What was your what was not, your uh, next month? What, you mean next week? Or, or next week? Yeah, next week. <laughs> yes, I am. I have some comments to make about that because I realized that you didn't comment on the on the poll, babe, and say like why I picked those selection of movies. I don't know why you picked them. Well, tell yes, tell us did. now. I just put the thing. Tell I put the thing. You just put, live. These are what my wife picked. You didn't put that these yeah, were like specific. Yes, I did. No, you didn't put that yes, they were specific for me because as a social worker that they filled my social worker heart. Oh my god, you yes, didn't I pick did, at dog. all that they took. That's social exactly what he wrote. I wrote. I he, did wrote not he wrote see movies that, that fuel she my calls social this worker heart. Movies that fuel my social worker heart category. Oh, maybe I just don't know how to use Reddit. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, that was the first. Yeah, because you didn't like, open the post. That's why you can't see it, I guess, unless you open the post. But who opens the post? Everyone that votes. Everyone, I do. I didn't I, see I it, opened... guys. I don't even know if they I get feel, up Reddit. They I, feel her social. They, like, look, I'm the post isn't even open now. There it is. And uh, Mary, so you, so you know what won? A movie that I've actually never seen. You've never, you've never seen it either. Society? Me neither. I've, I've been outed. I've never seen Dead Poet Society because I know all about it. It's like make me harder, master. So weird. I, who's going to click on that? I don't have to click on the post to vote. I know, but you can see all the links if you click on the post. Yeah, but you don't have to. So so I don't think people do that very often yeah. anyway. So I don't think that it's really clear that that's why I chose these movies. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Yes. Is all of them have something to do that, like, fueled my social worker heart, which is why I wanted to, like, explore those movies. I'm actually surprised Dead Poet Society won this. Me because too. I kind of thought some of the other ones would. Um, but now that I think that they know, like, they didn't think it was social work related and just were like, which movie do I want to watch now? I no, people it. don't read that anyway. People. No, we do not know. Mary, we cannot figure out how people vote. <laughs> no, Everybody out there in podcast no Do you think sense. it has something to do with Taylor <laughs> no. Swift? Because have you guys seen that she just announced this week her new album that's um, Tortured Poets Department. No, God, don't bring up Taylor Swift. I hope. Okay. Not. So, right. and then Dead, Dead Poet Society won Maybe. on the I mean, and really I'm just though. like, people are thinking about it because of it. I wonder if it has well, something Dead to do with it. Poet Actually, Society was on a poll like la- like a couple months ago, but instead, um, like Goodwill Hunting won or something. Yeah, and right. So I think, it was I think maybe that. The, yeah, I think right. maybe some people were like, because I was like. I was rooting for Florida Project, just because that's I, what I voted for. Yeah, I yeah. voted for Short Term Twelve. That was the underdog, I think. Short Term Twelve for sure. But uh, I'm glad that Dead Poet Society because it's like it's it's a little bit older one, and it's like obviously Jordan and I have never seen it, so that's that'd be, be a good, good, yeah. cool that you guys haven't. That'd seen That'd be it. a good one to knock off the list. I mean, we've never seen this one either, which is Dead Poet Society is kind of right. surprising. Uh, Pride and Prejudice is not that surprising that we haven't seen it, but Dead Poet Society is definitely one that's been on my list for a long time. So. We'll see. You said it's a lot like Goodwill Hunting. No, I said it's a lot like the Holdovers. Oh, the Holdovers. It's that a is a lot, lot, lot. Like when I watched I can, the Holdovers, I, I was like, that. man, this is such Dead Poet Society vibes. Yeah. Go listen to that episode. Okay. The Holdovers. I like that, Mary. I'm excited. <laughs> that might know, win yeah, the fuck. That's the, got a lot more Oscar love this year, so we'll see. Definitely so, will not win the Oscar, but but yeah. <laughs> who knows? 
<laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it won't. It won't. It won't in a million years, but it's gonna be open. Yeah. Are we open and then obviously, then one week I'm gonna do my favorite movie, and then I'm debating on another week doing either movies that I haven't seen that I want to see. Should do that. Or if Ooh, I'm gonna yeah. do just like really big movies that like have made me cry or like felt. So I don't know. I'm deciding <laughs> on that. If you could think of know, five man. movies that you want to see that you haven't seen that you really want off your list, because we wanted to do something like that, I would like to do something like that. See, that's hard because I just read instead of watching movies or TV nowadays. So, well, now so you're now the, you're the, the podcast host of the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. You run the whole thing. I can't even. So now you gotta watch this. more movies. <laughs> Get on Letterbox. Uh, all right. Well, how long do you guys make these things? Yeah, where this is enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've we've done it. I've, yeah, thanks no, for uh, gonna sit and thanks talk. for running this whole thing. I'm glad I can be your co-host. And <laughs> I know, yeah. Thanks for thanks hosting. for watching Pride and Prejudice, guys. Yeah, thanks and not for being coming terrible on. Terrible about it. Oh, I'm gonna mention also. I'll oh, probably yeah. put something on the actual thing. I apologize, not in advance. I apologize at the end if you made it through here because most likely, I've been watching these waveforms while we've been recording. There's definitely going to be some audio issues, so just stay tuned. Uh, yeah. As far as like p- spikes, like there's going to be spike. It's going to be hard to mix it because I'm dealing with the new fucking program. Um, so we'll see. Maybe it'll be great, and I just am self-deprecating. So who knows? Yeah, they don't well, care yeah. many. It's fine. They care. Mary's Mary. David cares. It, so, David you know, always is she'll, like she'll he quit listening to him because he Can hates the way my gurgly sound. This would be so ridiculous if I edited this. <laughs> I know. You're just taking over. You're the producer now. Please. I would love it. Can you yeah, be our like social media outreach? I don't have, I don't have time for that. Yeah, you got time. Quit reading. That'd be great. <laughs> you know how, oh my gosh, yeah. You just, I need to start cross-posting like, on Reddit. She She's like, oh, I see something and I'm like, oh, I can, that needs to be better organized. I'm like, come organize my fucking life. <laughs> come organize all this for us. I mean, you'd be a great, like, producer. Oh, like, I would be a great producer. Yeah. I just... Checks in the mail. You know, we could pay you because our sweet patrons out there, everybody who, everybody who, uh, you know, is subscribed and, you know, goes to patron, we, uh, we thank you. Yeah, we our patron, our few patrons are great. And if, if they actually listen to this, they'd be... Go Patreons. Go Patreons. I think they're playing the Super Bowl this weekend. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, oh, that's yeah. enough. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.